0: Welcome to Your Best Writing Life, an extension of the Blue Ridge Mountains Christian Writers Conference held in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. I'm your host, Linda Goldfarb. Each week, I bring you tips and strategies from experts in the writing and publishing industry to help you excel in your craft. I'm so glad you're listening in today. Today, we're going to be talking about how to optimize Amazon for writers. Oh, and you're going to so enjoy my industry expert. She is Rhonda Robinson. She also happens to be a good friend of mine, so I'm very excited to have her here. Rhonda is an award-winning author, a marketing coach with EA Books, and founder of Scribe Tribe membership. Rhonda served as managing editor for Monday Monday, where she led teams of writers to create viral content and help create Facebook pages with over 2 million fans. Today, she helps content creators become content marketers. Welcome, Rhonda, to your best writing life. Thank you, Linda. I'm so excited to be here. Great to have you here. We're going to take a moment, as we do with our first-time experts on the show. We're going to take a peek behind the curtain into your life I know that there's a lot of fun facts that you have stowed in your life because you are a fun person and you have had great experiences. Rhonda, is there something that you could share with us that maybe we wouldn't find in your bio?
1: Yes, would you believe, as a Christian author and editor, I have edited over a hundred articles on The Walking Dead. Oh my
0: goodness, So the series The Walking Dead wow, that's fabulous. Fabulous. And I know probably no one would think that that's something that you did. So this is really good. (laughs) What did you glean from editing those articles?
1: Um, That the writers of the series were fantastic at storytelling. I read the articles and edited them long before I ever watched any of the uh, actual um series. They were experts at taking an issue which would be the zombies, um the walking dead, and putting people into that situation and how how does a character react? The different types of characters. The apocalypse was just a catalyst for bringing out the dynamics of how humanity reacts under pressure. Ooh, so good. You're right. You're right.
0: Well, today I'm not going to put you under pressure. Today I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk about something that you are very familiar with. Because we're going to be looking at how to optimize Amazon for writers. And if you're good with it, I'm going to just kick right in with the first question that I have for you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Why do well written books fail to reach their audience on Amazon? I know that this happens a lot.
1: Because Amazon is not really looking at the quality of books. There's actually a couple of reasons, but the first thing that comes to my mind is you have to realize that Amazon is simply a search engine platform within their products. So, what I mean by that is People are looking for books that hit a felt need or a genre or a story plot. So when we list our books, we have to be able to be found with those keywords. It really has very little to do with how good the book is. You have to know what you're looking for, or even more importantly, People have to be able to find you when they don't know that you have what they're looking for.
0: Mm. So we have, to, we have to be aware of keywords. And for those that are new to the concept of keywords on
1: Amazon, what
0: exactly are keywords?
1: Actually, a keyword that you're looking for in a platform such as Amazon Mm -hmm. is going to be more of a phrase, or even a question. Um, How can I lose weight? Losing Mm -hmm. weight fast, healthy eating, diets for over 50. Those are all keywords. So that is something that people are going to be looking in. They're looking for something. So what would your reader type in if they're looking for your book? Those are your keywords. And they're also known as long tail keywords, because it narrows the search down to more specifically what they're looking for.
0: Okay, that's good. So instead of weight or weight loss, it would be what I would be looking at if I go to my keyboard and I'm researching a disease or something, and it would be what is so and so? How do I such and such? And so we can put those in as keywords or key phrases that others would type in, really focusing on what's specific to our book that we have out there. That helps to narrow that search is what what I'm hearing from you. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, good, good, good. Here's just a little side question that I have. There are different people that go out and they want to write reviews on books but sometimes their book reviews are rejected. I know it doesn't happen to everyone, but is there anything that we can do or is there a reason why a person can't write a book review on someone else's book?
1: I think that happens mostly with authors who gather their author friends. We have a launch team and it's you know it's traditional that we gather a team of our friends and people that believe in our, our writing. We give them our books and then we ask them to write reviews, which is all really, really important. But what Amazon is looking for is customers who have bought the book and have read the book. And so that's why they have on there, you'll see verified purchase, And then put that on. Their algorithms are very closely guarded secrets. We can only guess at what their reasons are by taking it from a standpoint from their side of the market. They are trying to serve their customers and their customers are people looking for books. So they're looking for honest reviews for people who have bought the book and have something good to say about it not just friends of the authors.
0: Okay. And I have seen that happen before where you're a friend of the author. One of the things that they do allow now is for you to put a photo. So I know if, and this would be like, if I get an advanced reader's copy or something from an author Mm -hmm. and I'm reading it because I want to endorse it, And well, I'll tell you right off the bat, one of the things I do for all of my authors is I will go on and purchase the book because I want to support the author. But having an advanced copy, if I take a photo of the book in my hand and I upload that with the review, I found that the odds are it will go through because they see that I actually have the book in my hand. I guess I've just seen so many rejections come through and really didn't understand why, Rhonda. So when you say that the Amazon algorithm is something that really we can't totally understand, I think I just have to go with that can be the reason in and of itself. Some reviews are rejected while others are accepted. And I know that there was also, if you have to make like a $50 purchase within the last, I don't know if it's a year or whatever, in order for your email or your account to be considered one that can write a review as well. So that's probably
1: about it on on that area. Would you agree? I would agree. Um, And just to underscore, you have to think of it like, From Amazon's point of view, are you acting like a customer? Are you part of their platform? And if you are, then you have a better chance of getting your reviews set up. Okay. So being a customer
0: of Amazon lets Mm -hmm. them know that you have value there and you value what they do. And the odds are that your reviews will be readily accessible on the books and also on the other items that you purchase. So write reviews on other items too. That'll help in that area. Very good. Yes. All right. Now you have said, Rhonda, that self-published authors have an advantage over traditionally published authors
1: on Amazon. Why is that so? Because when you publish on Amazon, Amazon in essence is your publisher. And they give you tools to be successful. They want your book to be successful because it's their platform. You're their author. They say they don't, but uh, if you ask any traditionally or any traditional publisher, they'll tell you their books kind of, you know, take a back seat. There, there is a preference to self self-published authors or um, books published on Amazon, they're not supposed to do that. And I believe there's some lawsuits going on about that right now uh, that we'll know more about as time goes on. I think okay. that it will level out. However, it's mostly because you have control. A traditionally published author, um, the publisher has all of the control on the back end. They set the price, they can run the ads or not, they can run um, specials or not. All of those different things are in your publisher's hands. Where if you publish on Amazon, then all of those are in your hands. Okay.
0: So marketing is in your hands. Also, what about like descriptions and
1: stuff like that? Yes. Uh, Okay. Yes, the descriptions you 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 have you so that's a double edged sword. So okay. the good news is you have the ability to make sure that your book has a great description filled with keywords that describe your book and the felt needs of a reader. The bad news is if you don't know how to do that, then It's not going to be as good as it should. And that's where a lot of people will put their book on Amazon, thinking that just having it on the platform itself is going to get their book noticed and it's going to sell. Where it's vital to have those keywords and those felt needs or plot descriptions within that Amazon copy. Very good. Folks, Rhonda is a great
0: coach, and she's fabulous at what she has done for many authors. She knows of whence she speaks. So what are the other advantages for the self-published author?
1: I would say the main advantage of a self-published author versus a traditionally published author on Amazon is the ability to run your own ads. That is key that way you can see what's working and what's not if you need to tweak something if you need to change something as far as so, the keywords go or uh-huh. categories you have that ability to do that where in, with a traditionally published book you have that to a degree they they're they're experts in what they do but for most publishers it's my observation um, and there may be exceptions. But after that initial launch, they, they have to go on to the next book. And so there's not that big push. And so then you're kind of left with running ads maybe from Facebook, you're you're able to do that. And then you need to focus on your social media marketing to run traffic to Amazon.
0: Okay. Whereas if you're self-pub, then you can do the Amazon ads. And they can be very effective or they can be ineffective if you don't know exactly which, like you said, what are the, you know, the categories, you know, if you go to a book and you scroll all the way down on Amazon and you look at where they rank. And it's normally on the left-hand side, further down, and it'll say, you know, it's ranking number so-and-so in this particular category and this particular category. Most of the time, they'll show you the top three, but most authors, if I'm not mistaken, Rhonda, they only have maybe two or three categories connected to their books. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. Not only do they only have a couple of categories, but they're very broad categories, that makes it very difficult to rank in. And by that, I mean their competition is vast. They're okay. they're in a sea of
0: books. And so if we want to be able to be seen in that sea of books, then we need to really be able to narrow and go into categories that aren't as competitive. And that, again, is why you do get someone like a coach in that area that can look specifically at our books and say, have you considered this category? Have you considered this type of thread that's in there? It takes time. It takes, you know, you don't just go in and haphazardly say, oh, well, I'm going to do it this way. So I know that there is a craft to finding that. But if we do it, Then it raises, as you say, it raises our rankings on Amazon because we might be in a, instead of a sea of books, we're going to be in a little lake of books and that hones it in so people can find us instead of looking out into the vastness and say, I don't know which one is the best. Is that, does that sound about right?
1: Oh yes, that, that sounds exactly right. And it is a learnable skill. You can learn this skill just like anything else. And what what authors really need to understand is that today, to be a successful author, you also have to be a successful marketer. And Mm. I know that sounds really, you know, that makes a lot of authors' hair stand up on the back of their neck because they're like, I don't like to market. I just, I just hate that. But in reality, it is about selling your books. And no matter how much of your heart and soul you've poured into that book, the very end product is, it is just that it is a product that needs to be sold in order to get it into as many hands as possible. And that's Mm. why we do what we do. Mm. It is why we do what we
0: do. And we have to know what it is that we're doing. And how other people can find us in order to be the most effective in this industry. Good. All right. Why don't you give us your top, top steps an author can take to optimize their books on Amazon?
1: First and foremost, make sure you have that author central account created and updated Make sure your picture is there. A great bio that makes you very human, if you will. Uh, <laughs> not just your not just your qualifications, but who you are. The author central that Amazon offers is for traditionally published authors as well as self published or partnership published. Any way you get your book on Amazon, if, if your book's up there, you can have a author central page and that can double as its own website. If you do have a website, you can link it to your author central. So if you have a new blog post that comes up, it feeds right into that author central page. And anybody that's looking at your book and reading that, they can click on your picture and find out more about you. They can see images, you can upload blog post videos, and And here's the best part. They can follow you. They can click on that and follow you. So the next book that comes out, they'll get an email saying, you've got a new book coming out. Oh, that's good. That's good. So you're using Amazon's vast platform as your own website. So that is one of the perks that is very underutilized. And it's very simple to set up. Great.
0: All right. What's the the next
1: next next step? Um, I would say, take the time to research the felt needs of your reader. In publishing, it's called felt needs, right? Um, In marketing, it's called your avatar. It's who that reader is. You need to know what they are needing from you because if they don't know to to type in your name, They're really looking at what they have. And something else I I want to throw in here too. A lot of times we do all of our research for marketing on who our reader is, but you have to remember, you've got to also consider who is buying your book. So for example, if you're, you're writing to 12 year old boys, are they going to be on Amazon looking for your book or is it their mother? What is your, that, why would that mother buy that book for him? If you're writing on grief, on early grief, is it the the person who is bereaved going to look for that book? Or is it going to be their pastor or their sister, somebody needing to help? Mm. Who reads your book and who buys your book are often two different people. So make sure that you know why that person is going to reach for your book and then make sure that that is in the description so that. Amazon algorithms will find you and present you to the person who's searching for it.
0: Oh, that's great. Uh, because a lot of times we don't consider that at all. We think about who our reader is, the one who's going to be looking at it, but the buyer is the one eventually that does have control over because they're going to search in, you know, how can I help my sister with this, dealing
1: with that. So, very good. And what's another? The last one I would say is don't discount the value of social media to drive traffic to your Amazon account. If you get use that information that you have about your reader and you are serving that reader um, on social media, whatever it may be, like what we had talked about earlier, doing ads or boosting posts to send them to your site on Amazon your your sales page that okay. i think is a very underutilized tactic as well we tend to view social media as something that doesn't bring a return on investment and i'm here to tell you that i worked for a content marketing company who made a lot of money on social media because they drove traffic you can use social media to drive traffic to your website and to your Amazon page
0: and that's what we want to do but Rhonda, I'm gonna tell you right now, there is a lot of people who really hate to market their book. They hate to market their content, especially on social media. So what do you say to those people?
1: (laughs) I hear that a lot. I really do. And I think we tend to think of marketing our books as bragging about ourselves. Mm. And that kind of as Christians, that kind of really feels really icky. But let me say, especially Especially as Christians, we believe we have a message. Mm -hmm. Most of us feel like God either gave us a story or a message we write to reach people. And I've heard people say, well, if I could just reach one person, then you know, then it would all be worth it. The one person is very, very important, and I'm not discounting that at all. God loves each and every one of us. But what pastor do you know would feel like he really fulfilled the message and gave the message that God had given to him. If he showed up to church on Sunday morning and his mom and siblings were sitting in the front row and that's it, or maybe one or two other people, he would not feel like he had fulfilled what God had called him to do. And that's what marketing should be. It should be a ministry. It should be getting your Message to the people that need it. Now, here's where I draw the line. Not everybody needs your book, and I know in some of our, in, in, I, I know we tend to look at that. We think, well, everybody could, everybody needs to hear this message. Maybe, but not everybody wants to hear it. What good marketing is, is finding those people who want and need it, and then you're giving them a gift. You're not trying to sell something that they don't want. And that's the difference. And that's why marketing through Amazon really does help because it takes away all of that. If you know your person, if you know your avatar or your ideal reader, that person that really needs that message, then you can translate that into your cover copy, your um, Amazon description, and those keywords so that they can find you. And that's marketing at its best. And like you said, it, then it feels like you're
0: letting someone know, here's, here's something that can help. Not, hey, buy my book. And I think too, as Christians, when we think of our book, especially if it's a first time author we're like, well, you know, this is something that God has placed on my heart, and it's a a ministry. And a lot of times we will justify ministry with no money making. And Mm -hmm. yet we do know that when we are sharing what God has given to us, that even in scripture, we hear that those that are sharing the word are worthy of being taken care of. And that as we are Christians and we're Christian readers, we should be okay, feeling okay to pay for what someone has put out there. And uh, especially for us, if it's in an area that's going to help us. I think sometimes the enemy really comes in and messes with our mind and does exactly what you said. It's like, oh, well, it's all about you. And, you know, you're only doing this to get famous. You're only doing. And it really deflates our passion about what God has put on our heart to write and get out there. And I will tell you, Rhonda, I, I am one of those that it's very difficult for me to market myself. And I'm like, oh, if I just had someone else doing it, it would be okay. But what I've had to come to grips with, I must believe in what my product is Because God says I'm worthy. God has placed me on this path, right? God has put this book in my heart, in my hands. God has helped me to do this. And if it's not of God, well, then it's not going to do anything. But if it is, then I need to consider the worthiness of the content valuable enough that I will also consider getting the word out about it. And that comes down to marketing. And when we're on social media, there's a reason why they have our friends listed as friends. These should be people who want to know what's going on in your life and people who value what you have to say. Not everyone will come alongside, but those who would like to know, if we don't tell them we have a new book out, if we don't tell them that we're speaking somewhere, they're not going to know. And so we've got to be bold enough to value ourselves, to value our content, and to value the concept of marketing. Well said. Very huh. well said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get down off of my little soapbox now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have you have given us some excellent information today. And I know in the show notes, I have y'all, how you can reach Rhonda, how you can get a hold of her if you're looking for her. An Amazon optimization coach, I, I'm going to have that in there for you because this is a lot of what she does, and I know she does, uh, she does work also for EA Books publishing, but Rhonda is a wealth of information, so we're going to have all of those contents there for you. And Rhonda, I know that you have a giveaway for our authors. What do you have for that? What every author needs to know about Amazon. Wow, is that like 500 pages? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, we're gonna break it down.
1: We're gonna give some. We're gonna give. Uh, it'll be. Uh, it's short. It's short. okay. It'll be like so, a tip sheet. A tip sheet for it, them to be able to. Yeah, uh, yeah perfect. bullet points. This is what you need to know, and a couple step by steps. So okay. for those, for I'm very well aware that not everybody loves technology. I'm a tech geek, I get that. And so I I don't have a problem breaking that down into step by step for anyone that needs it.
0: Great. And we'll also make sure y'all that you have the means, as I said, to get a hold of Rhonda, If you have more further questions for her. So Rhonda Robinson, I have a question, what brings you joy?
1: Oh, You know, right now, I have a puppy bouncing around my house. And it's very reminiscent of the times when I had a toddler. So it's that uh, that instant shot of, oh, my gosh, you're so cute, followed up by, why would you do that? <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, she has, um, has really brought a lot of joy into our lives. I, I have always, well, let's put it this way. My daughter made an observation of me not too long ago when I was contemplating if I really wanted to bring another dog into my life and she shook her head and she says mom that's really just kind of who you are I've never known you without a baby on your hip or a dog at your side or both at times so,
0: mm. that brings so that's me joy. good what's her name her name is Ella
1: also and Ella. what kind of puppy mm-hmm. is she she is a mix of, um, she's a mini Labradoodle. So her mama was a chocolate lab and her daddy was a toy poodle, a cream toy poodle. Oh, wow. so she looks like a, she looks like a live teddy bear with oh. teeth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those little puppy teeth that you gotta
1: love. Them. Yes. You Gotta love them. Yes. Yes.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I I love hearing what brings individuals joy, especially the experts that we have in our industry. So that was fabulous. Thank you so much. And as we wrap up, I'd like for you to take just a couple minutes and let us know about Scribe Tribe. I know this is this is a membership that you are excited about and you've had such great results with. Just let our people know a little bit about
1: that before we head out for the day. Yes. Scribe Tribe is the marketing membership for Christian authors. After coaching several women um, authors who had had anywhere from one book out, I think a couple of them had almost 30 books out. And within a, a short period of time, they said the same thing over and over, almost the exact words. They said, I'm really questioning my call to write. The technology and marketing is just so overwhelming to me. It makes me wonder if this is really what God wants me to do. Mm. And that broke my heart, Linda. I was like, of course it is. You are a fabulous writer. God has used you so much and he's not done with you. And as I mentioned before, I'm a geek. So I thought this, you know, I look at this stuff and go, this is fun. You can do this. But I realized it's not fun for everyone. Right. So, so I started Scribe Tribe. And what we do is take the mystery out of the algorithms of social media and take all the scary parts out. And we go through the process of not just being content creators, but content marketers. Mm. So yes, that's, that's my big help.
0: And do you open this, do you open this up like once a year or because I know that you take in members and then you walk them through and you have several videos in your library and you have a lot of that. So I know you open it up um, seasonally how would, how would our listeners know when it's open again? Is there some way that they can stay in touch with you or what would you like them to do?
1: Yes, I, it is at this point in time, it is invitation only. Um, And what I mean by that is if you get on my waiting list, then as soon as we open, we'll let you know, I do open one time a year and there there is a reason for that it's because i i want to build a tribe of authors who can help each other and even though people are at different stages of their you know their publishing journey there's still a lot to learn and it kind of goes cyclatory so you, we start with learning how learning how to really find what their reader needs and really hone in on that message. And then we learn how to to set up our social media so that it's not all about us, but it's about our reader. And then we take that and we learn how to drive that traffic to our websites and how to create optimized websites for um, blog posts and um, your site that would attract your readers, um, from Google. So again, it kind of all goes back to knowing that reader and that those algorithms and learning about keywords. And what I have found, Linda, that I find really exciting is I have found some of my most, and they would call themselves, uh, technology challenged, um, authors get really excited when they see it, when it's broke down step-by-step what they can actually accomplish and how they can serve their readers. So, yeah, we'll make
0: sure and include uh, a link where they can uh, stay in touch with you with that and
1: get on your email list and Mm -hmm. be able to know when the next opening is. Absolutely. I'd love to send you send anyone listening an invitation to join us. Beautiful. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much, Rhonda,
0: for taking time out of your day to be here with us. We'd love to have you come back again, okay? I would love that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And thank you, friends, for joining us. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review, because what you have to say matters as much as what you have to write. This is Linda Goldfarb, and I look forward to being here with you next time on Your
1: Best Writing Life.